Good morning, everybody. My name is Demetrius Lagateris, and sitting to the right of me today is the ever-wonderful Nico Paspolaris. Welcome back, everybody, to episode four. four. Wow. Studio <laughs> 15. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I know it's only been a week since our last episode, so uh, you're welcome for our timely <laughs> and uh, very uh, uh, listener-oriented schedule that we have. Our microphone just fell, but we're going to keep rolling. Um, obviously, it's been a while. We uh, have been up to a lot, so we've got a lot of great things to talk about today. So crack open a cold one, and uh, let's get down to business. Nico, where can our lovely listeners find us? Oh, man, I haven't done this in a while, but I'm ready to give you all the rundown. You can find us on Instagram for our other podcast about being Greek in the United States, at Greek and Pod on Instagram, at Greek and Pod. Uh, surprise, I still remember that one. Um, I don't know if we have one for this one. I don't think we have an Instagram no, I account. I can completely not remember, but that's okay. It is okay. Um, because we're going to make one because we're back on this. We're now. not going to make one. We're probably not, but, and we may not be back on this, but we might be, who knows? Stay tuned to find out a uh, little bit of a life update for everyone. Obviously COVID is rampaging our cities, pillaging our towns, having sex with our wives <laughs> And um, Miko and I are living together now. We are uh, we're roommates. We have three other roommates. They will still be on the show occasionally. Um, we spend way too much time together because everything's closed. And with the exception of that, my life is just as boring as it's always been. Nico. Yes. Uh, throughout this whole adventure that we've all been on, I have only been to work and school. For pretty much the past months of my life, uh, I took summer semester off, which was nice. Um, but my work never really got closed down. Uh, I work at a bank that shall not be named. Um, however, it is yeah. We only closed for like a week. I took a couple two week paid vacations, baby. I'll take those. Um, but besides that, all business as usual. Uh, yeah, we live together now, which is kind of funny. Never thought this would happen. It is. It's weird, um, but I, I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, In yeah, recent no, months, I have turned 21. Yeah, that's true. Meet is now an alcoholic. Which uh, I would like to just put this out there in case Five Drinks Company is listening. I'm not sponsored by them, but I would like to be. I'm currently drinking their gin and tonic, and it's wonderful. So if you guys by any chance get a hold of this and, and you hear about us, you pl- please give me a ring, okay? Uh, I'd like to uh, like to do some business with you uh, lovely fellows over there at Five Drinks Co. But I think we're going to get into it. So without further ado, here comes our first segment. Wow, wow, wee wow. And welcome to segment two of Studio 15 Podcast, recorded live from Kazakhstan. As most of you know, on Friday, given today is the 26th of October, Borat 2 came out. And as avid fans of Borat 1... We watched it the moment it dropped. Yeah, it was incredible. It was a viewing party. There were snacks. There was, we laughed, we cried, and we rejoiced. In between. I mean, it was it was an emotional roller coaster, really. Yeah, it was good. Um, it, it was just about as good as I thought the second one could be. Yeah, um, we're gonna try to avoid some spoilers since it still is pretty new. But overall, I would like to say that personally, not only were my expectations met. They were exceeded. Exceeded yeah, by miles. I, I was really afraid that they were going to try too hard and it was going to flop. But no, I actually – I thought it was comparable to the first one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think they did just about as much as they should have with the second one, considering the first one was such a cold classic. Uh, and I love the first one. Oh, I mean, the first one will always be my favorite. For sure. This one is very good because it was extremely relatable. Um, it, it touched a lot on the coronavirus, which we'll talk about later. And um, it was, yeah, it was just very relatable. Like I said, not going to go too much into it, but uh, lots of more, lots of quotes to be said. Rudy Giuliani, you uh, feds are after you. Big <laughs> um, I mean, Sasha Barra Cohen is just really good at that. I think. Yeah. It's hard to find a raunchy comedy that's not, that that's not too much. I agree. It, it needed tried, to be too much, though. You know, a sex joke every second, uh, just over the top. 
And I mean, there's a time and a place for it. Don't get me wrong. I love, you know, a movie like that every once in a while, especially when, you know, the boys are over and we're, we're all hanging out and we just want to throw something on that's goofy. But I would say in terms of, of slapstick humor that really like hits the nail on the head, I would say like uh, Borat 1, now Borat 2. Uh, have you ever seen um, The Dictator? The Dictator was good. Yeah. A little bit different. I didn't think it was as good as Borat, but I was going to say, um, my God, I can't remember the name all of a sudden. Which one? What's it about? It's Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's like super slapstick humor. That one's like hard to – like if you're not like a – if you're not ready for awkward comedy. I feel like that's not a that's the one where you yeah. Goes, but I would say tis a flesh wound. Yes. Yeah, that movie's incredible. But I would say like overall, that's like one of the that's like a basis for like what a good slapstick comedy should be. I agree. You know. Yeah. That I think more that, to the extreme. Yeah, different ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Definitely between like that and Borat. But I would say they both hit the head, the nail on the head. I mean miraculously so yeah because it's so easy to do it wrong i saw a interview with borat uh i don't really know what his name is in real life sasha barrett yeah and um it was so weird to see to hear him talk and not talk in kazakhstan language yeah like i forget Uh, that he's a regular guy yeah and it was just it just didn't seem it sounded like it was uh it was dubbed over his voice so that was odd but um i I need to watch bruno yeah i've heard bruno's incredible Maybe that's we'll on my list of this week, but yeah, he's a he. I mean, he, he went over like. There's one point where it's like he's shitting in front of the Trump Tower. And yeah, that's not too much of a spoiler because it's only for a couple. Seconds, well, that, that was that was the that first was one. the first one. Yeah, but like that, just like stuff like that, and like how he came out and said like how he was uh, he was genuinely scared for like his well being and his life in some points of the movie, which I think is necessary for a Borat movie, especially because they claim for it to be all this, you know, natural comedy type thing where, you know, there's just a super weird guy comes into somebody's life and then you just kind of see how they deal with it. And I think with um, that one woman that he lent his daughter to, I think that was like a, that yeah, was I like remember the typical name, but I, I was like typical Borat. Like that was very much. So that was like, that's what worries me the most though. It. I thought his, his daughter being in it, Oh yeah, I was gonna ruin trash. It. Yeah. I thought it was gonna absolutely. But his ruin daughter it killed it because I didn't think that there could be two characters like that in the same movie. Everybody but no, it, it worked perfectly. It. Yeah. And I know in the first one there was. I mean, he had a. Uh, what was that guy's name? Oh, the reporter or the videographer? Whatever yeah, was. Uh, the fat guy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like I mean, to an extent, they were both the same kind of character, but. Borat was the one bringing up all this stuff, and yeah. and in, in the sequel, his his daughter didn't. She killed it. Apparently, she's, um, she acts in a lot of foreign films. She's been in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, this was her first American film. Okay. And honestly, she's kind of. I'd bad. like to see more from it. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't think that uh, that she was anything special in the movie per se, especially the first half. But uh, she plays this 15-year-old girl. In real life, I think she's 24. Yeah, something like that. And the actress that plays her, I mean, they really must have done a lot of hair and makeup because I thought she was pretty gorgeous. Yeah, no, she's, 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 quite, a, she's quite an attractive woman. Any other thoughts on Borat? Um, no. Solid movie. I give it an 8.5 out of 10. I think that's fair. 8.5 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. You heard it here first. We should do a movie review segment. Let's do it right now. Wait, again? <laughs> no, I, I mean, obviously good. not of Borat, but we can do other movies. Okay. All let's right. uh, we'll let's figure it out. Se- segment two. We'll, right. we'll cut this segment. We'll start a new segment. All right. Okay. End of segment two. Bang! Um. If you don't like that, you don't like Sacramento basketball! yeah we decided we're not going to do a movie review but we want to talk about basketball the good old uh i guess national basketball association there's not a term for basketball like i was gonna say like you know football is like the the pigskin no that is it's the good old yeah i don't know yeah no Uh, there's not like oh well oh well so for those of you who didn't know Basketball was one of the first sports in the United States to come back. 
Um, Adam Silver came up with the proposition to form a bubble where players and everybody would they would uh, stay in the same you know confined place. The Disney uh, complex. Yeah, and uh, they would all play their games there and everything. And it was actually a fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic way to play to play basketball because I you agree. only have two games going on at one time, which is incredible because, uh, you know, on an average basketball season, you know, in normality without coronavirus and everything, there's like two three games going on at once, and it's kind of hard to follow. Sometimes you want to watch more than one game at once, and it, the ba- basketball doesn't really have a, a red zone like football does. Um, where you, you know you get to see the highlights of every play right as they're going on, but uh, they let's see, yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, I thought it was executed very well too. Yes, no, Adam Silver's the goat. I don't think many commissioners of any sports league could have done. No, that and I know after the season, also there was they reported not a single person who went to the bubble ended up getting the virus. Yeah, I think there was like one which I wasn't expecting that anyone would. Yeah, once they got those out, I mean that's yeah. It, which I mean, great. what we're in week seven. Of football now, yeah, and already games are getting canceled because of Corona. Oh yeah, players have like it. Even and I mean stuff. basketball, not a not a cancellation in sight. Yeah, so they did an excellent job with that. Which I would like, say kudos to the players too, because I mean that that has to be tough, especially like the bigger name players. You know, I, I can imagine having family is, is a big uh, not outlook, but a, a big uh, outlet for you know stress relief and stuff like that. And uh, I know a lot of players, Gordon Hayward specifically, uh, he plays for the Celtics. He missed one of his children's birth for this um, because he didn't want to leave and then come back. They were in the middle of a series. It was it was bad timing, but he actually chose to stay with the team instead of go to his own son's birth. Of course, they didn't win, so that kind of sucks. Um, and he didn't really play that well either. Uh, I don't. I mean, Gordon Hayward's good. Uh, yeah. That's fine, but – um, as far as it was entertaining playoffs to a point, I mean, there were some matchups that I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, and it was more in the earlier rounds. I thought the, the finals was exciting until a couple of the heat players got hurt. Um, I know most of us in this household were pretty much hundred percent toward the heat. I know Meech was somewhat indifferent. Um, he, so he wanted, yeah, here, here's he my it. thing. Here's my thing. Um, I've never been a huge fan of sports, but I have my teams, right. And when it comes to basketball, my whole family grew up around Cleveland. It influenced me as a Cleveland fan. So Cleveland is my number one team. And I grew up with LeBron on Cleveland, and I lived in Florida. So when LeBron left Cleveland, he came to Miami, we started cheering for the Miami Heat, right? So the only two teams I really care about are the Miami Heat and the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. But after LeBron left, you know, I still at this point – had jerseys and stuff. I, I was a Miami Heat fan, so I stuck with them. LeBron has been, like, my guy for basketball, though. And, you know, that's a bandwagon thing to say. But, no, you know, when you grow up with yeah, him, you, have an you grow up with story, him. Though. You know, yeah. he's, he's important. He brought us home our first championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's a very important player to us. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, you know, the finals came down to Miami Heat and the Lakers. And even though I really don't care for the Lakers – I really like LeBron. Yeah. So I kind of decided at that point that either one of those teams could win the championship and I would be absolutely okay with it because either the Heat win and I love the Heat or LeBron wins and I love LeBron. Yeah. It. Uh, I will say I was hoping that the Heat would pull it out, though. I was too. I, I really wanted them to. Injuries really screwed them up. I think they actually played better without Gordon Dragic. That's just my personal opinion, though. Um, and I was surprised how well they played without him. Yeah, and I think it was a lot more of you know the teammates stepping up. I, I'm not a Milwaukee fan. Obviously, we both love Giannis because we're Greek. And, I do like Milwaukee. Um, I see. I can't. I'm not. I wouldn't Milwaukee. say I'm a Milwaukee fan, but I do like Milwaukee. I like Milwaukee as a as a you know organization. I like their I like their colors. I like their oh, I love their emblem and stuff. Like I think it's cool, but. Besides Giannis, I, I just cannot stand every player on that team. It, it, it would. I don't think he is going to win anything there. Personally, I, I know we had a we had we've had some pretty heated conversations in our very in our group chat about this and um, in person, <laughs> and in person um, where I had uh, falsely accused Dimitri of being uh, less intelligent than others 
because of his takes. And I want to formally apologize for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, just don't come out those bad takes. It's not what we had. Well, they might have been bad takes, but they, they were, were correct, correct in the long run. <laughs> yeah. so. um, but yeah, one of them was Giannis not leaving, which is a big story right now. Because I called it months ahead of time. Yeah. I said, the man's not leaving. And everybody called me an shit. idiot. It's just horseshit because he should leave. And it's annoying that he's not because Milwaukee does not have – who wants to go play basketball in Milwaukee? Nobody. Nobody wants to play in Milwaukee. Giannis doesn't have the pool factor that LeBron and Jordan and, you know, Magic and Shaq and, all, and Kobe and all those players did to where, you know, you're like, oh, I want to play with that guy. Because, one, he's not well-rounded enough right now. You, I mean, obviously he can't shoot or shit. And – you know, when a team like the Celtics come – I'm sorry, excuse me. The the Heat comes in and, you know, they figure out how to stop Giannis. I mean, you're, you're stopping the whole team. Yeah, because, but that's what the Heat specifically are so good at, in in my opinion anyway. Yeah. Is figuring out how a team plays and learning to counter yeah, that. Yeah, that's why, that's, that's why I love seven-game series. That's why I love basketball. Seven-game series is the best idea of a playoff format agree. of all time. Because then you truly get to see – who is the better team? Because if you – and, like, I know there's a whole lot of things with, like, players that have been before and, like, the clutch gene and stuff like that and, you know, experience and everything. But if you're a team that is truly better, you should be able to win a majority of seven games. Yeah. And that's just bare minimum. And, you know, there's teams out there that, you know, 4-0 sweet people. And then there's also teams out there, like the Denver Nuggets, who come back from three 3-1 losses. I think watching a sweep in the playoffs is less exciting, or even in the finals, is like the equivalent of watching uh, the Atlanta Hawks play in the that, Super Bowl. Yeah, and blow that. Uh, yeah, blow that it's just disappointing. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, nobody. Even if you're a fan of the other team, you don't. You don't want to see it a sweep. And I mean, I like to see some competition. It makes it more interesting. No, yeah, it takes me back to the. I think it was the 17 finals with the Warriors. It was the year after LeBron came back from the three-one, and then it was. It was the Cavaliers and the and the freaking Warriors again. Yeah, and they just swept the Cavaliers, and that was it. Which is so <laughs> it was disappointing. So stupid. I mean, we wait the whole season. I, my heart was broken. I know, dude. We wait the whole season for it to be competitive, because the final should be. I feel like every final, based off. Of, I mean, obviously this isn't how it's gonna work, but I mean, this is probably what they had in mind with the seven game series: is that every final should at least go to six, at least they should be somewhat. I would equal. say at least five. See. I feel like if you are the best team to come out of the East and you prove it. No, you've got a good point, though, with that. And you are the best team out of the West. You should be somewhat equal in, you know, talent and, and strength as a team. But somebody said it, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, he used to, he was a star center for the Rockets. He was gross. He had, like, point guard handling. It's like a 7-2, it's like a 7-foot-2 monster. And he he actually came out and said this statement about, like, stars and super teams and kind of, and which is essentially how the league is now i mean it's it's a team with you can't win without two stars i mean that's just that's just, the, the bucks are a perfect example you can't win with just Giannis. it's not gonna happen yeah it's not lebron they need to develop a you need to be more. you need to be a top three player of all time to do that and not one person besides lebron is in that conversation and i would love to see Giannis um, bring a championship home from milwaukee it's because i think after that point i think it's unrealistic let's just say let's just say theoretically no. okay purely theoretical situation here. Yes. Excuse me. Milwaukee wins the finals next year. They bring home the championship. But does he stay? Giannis makes, God, I hope let's not. say, uh, FMVP. Yeah, right? of course. I think that's his cue to leave. See, but I don't think I don't think that's achievable. Especially if... I don't Anthony think it's Davis. achievable. I don't think they're going to win next year. I'm going to say that right yeah. now. I really have a strong feeling that Miami's going to come back strong and, and make it yeah. hopefully hope so. all the way. Yeah, they if need not to make this, pretty far. They need one more signing. I could see them going to the finals again next yeah, year. Yeah, I would love to see them go to the finals next year. The Celtics are going to be gross next year. I think it's it's because shout out to Scott. Uh, he we have been ragging on him about the Celtics oh, yeah. the entire playoffs. It was so funny because we all. I'm not a huge Celtics fan. I like. Um, I can't stand Boston. I don't like Jason Tatum. <laughs> sorry if you're from sorry, Boston, Scott. but I don't like Jason Tatum. I think he's overrated. Um, I like Jalen Brown a lot. I think he's just right rated. He balls out some games. Some games he's mid. And I mean, they're a good decent. team. There's yeah, no denying that. I don't think I don't like Kemba Walker on them. I think Kemba Walker is a player that should be the only good player on the team, and they're just kind of an AC team, and that's just kind of how it goes. Um, 
But I think the Celtics are going to be a team to watch out for next year. I think they're going to be gross, um, especially with if, if Tyson proves their center. He's gross, dude, because I don't know what it is about him. But in crunch time, the ball gets to that man's hands. It's always in the bucket. It's ridiculous. You need um, players like that. You do. Yeah. And, you know, back to the Milwaukee thing, Giannis can't be that player every time, especially yeah. if you're going against the Heat. Not, and even next year, if it goes up to a Heat-Milwaukee matchup, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat won a four. No. I I don't want to say it because I hate them, but I need to know. Yeah. What are our thoughts on uh, the uh, Warriors for next year? I like the Warriors. So I don't like the Warriors because, you know, the whole KD thing, and you know, that did ruin the I league. don't like the Warriors because I'm a Cleveland fan. Right, which is understandable because, you know, they, they kind of just formed their own. Super um, team. They formed their own super team, but they also made like a, a dynamic that, you know, Cleveland versus Golden State was oh, yeah. a newfound rivalry. And – at least to my knowledge. I don't know if it was before. That. I have no problem with Steph. I love Steph. I actually Curry. do like Steph. I really like Steph. Curry. I just hate him on the Warriors. See, I don't mind him on the Warriors, though, because that's where he's always been. You know what I mean? That's The Warriors is Steph's team. It was never KD's team, in my opinion. Um, and I think – Wait, it was always whose team? It was always Steph's team. Okay. It was never KD's team. No, um, I'll agree to that yeah, 100%. I, it was never KD's team. When Steph wasn't on the court, the Warriors were at, like, minus – like minus four or five hundred, and when KD wasn't on the court, they were only at minus like one fifty two hundred, which is just like a huge difference with two of the same caliber esque players. Um, KD is the best scorer of all time, in my opinion, just because you cannot you cannot guard him; it's impossible. A man that big with that nice handles that can shoot literally from anywhere is just stupid. It's it's dumb. He's he's a better AD, in my opinion. Um. He's more well-rounded, AD, is what uh, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Because I don't think he's as good in the paint as AD is, but he's definitely AD surprised me in the playoffs, though. AD, I did AD's not gross. think he was going to play that consistently or he's, that well. Yeah, I mean, I know gross. he's gross, but I've never looked at him as such a consistent player. Yeah. And he really surprised me with yeah, that. he's nasty. Um, I'm excited to see the Nets. I think the Nets are going to be another sleeper team. Now that Kyrie isn't leading a team, because I think KD will take the reins as far as leading goes. Um, they need to figure out their coach situation and they need to shut Kyrie up every now and then because as much as I love Kyrie, he's a weird dude. And, you know, they came out and they were saying that like Steve Nash was going to be the head coach of the Nets. I was like, yo, that's sick. Like that's Wait, is he not anymore? No, because Kyrie came out and said, we don't need a coach. Like Kyrie, classic Kyrie. I used to be a huge Kyrie. I love Kyrie, dude, but he's just such a weird dude. He is a weird dude, and And I think he's on a little bit of a high horse. I agree. I also agree. I think he thinks he's better than he is. I think he's still living in the. Oh, he's definitely top three point guards in the league. But he makes a lot of very audacious claims. Uh, I agree with that as well. Like uh, recently, he said, "I feel like I've got the best, or feel like when I I've got somebody there who can, you know." Finish and put, oh yeah, that was say? so. He, he said, "This quote. is the first teammate in my life that I feel that oh, I can make that shot too," which made no sense to me. I mean, you played with LeBron, LeBron in James. 2016, yeah, which was essentially. I mean, come on, his prime, which is yeah, that was an interesting. That was a bold statement. I loved their dynamic. Oh yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie on LeBron. the couch was sweet, dude. He was such a bucket. Oh. God. But I don't I don't know. After Kyrie went to the Celtics, I started following the Celtics just a little bit yeah. just to keep up with Kyrie. And Kyrie was so bad. And then after Celtics. that, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know about all this. If anymore. Kyrie didn't go to the Celtics, the Celtics would have won the championship in the past three years. Yeah. I mean, you know me. Football, I don't care really much about any uh, players individually. I'm more so a team-based kind of guy. Yeah. But basketball, I really like following these guys. And I don't know, Kyrie's just not doing it for me right now. Yeah, I agree with that. Who else is going to be a sleeper team? I like the Kings. I don't think the Kings are really very good next season, though. They're just a very young team. Yeah, but how about them Pelicans? <laughs> but dude, I, <laughs> so that's another thing. So I play 2K a lot with my roommate, Robin. And uh, we don't, we're not a huge fan of the new one because it's back to the old times where you can score like 100 points with one person, which is dumb. Um, and the shooting is bad, regardless of what we're talking about. But we – Rookie of the Year came out, Rookie of the Year award, and, you know, John Morant was obviously the clear runner to win it because, you know, he played his balls off the whole year. And, you know, he almost got him that eighth seed. It was close. Trailblazers ended up clutching it, losing in the first round. Um, but the – yeah, Zion. So it it works in a hundred votes. So a hundred people vote, and that's who gets it. And 
John Morant had 99 games, or 99 votes, excuse me, and Zion Williamson had one vote. And I don't know who in the hell voted for Zion Williamson, but I would personally like to make my regards to you and say that I will fight you anywhere, anytime, <laughs> at, in any set of events. Because for you to say that a young man, which of course he's a great caliber, he's a disgusting player, he's probably one of the best finishers we've seen since Vince Carter. But for you to say that a man who is so overweight and, un- and he's very athletic, don't get me wrong, but overweight, injury prone, he played 14 games out of the season, 14 out of an 86 game season. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. 82. 82, yeah. The same thing, cares. You cannot tell me that him playing those 14 games made him a viable choice <laughs> for Rookie of the Year award. <laughs> He didn't even play a quarter of the season. He didn't even play a fifth of the season. He didn't, I, he didn't even play a sixth of the season. I'm trying to do the math in my head, but I just – I don't get it. Josh should have had the unanimous decision because, one, that's a baller thing to put on your resume. Steph Curry had the unanimous MVP in 2016. It's never been done before. It probably will never happen again. Um and then this guy, whoever he is, or she, I'll box her too. I don't mind. Equality. Exactly. I will. I just don't understand the thought process. I don't know if Mitch had an answer for me. It's not a gender thing. It's a it's a person thing. No, you yeah, fight like, this person. No, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I fight this person too. I'll back you up. Shit, two v one. Whoever this person is, you name the time, you name the place. You bring a plus one. I don't care. Shit. We're on you. It could be Dwayne the Rock, not Dwayne no. the Rock Johnson. If it Dwayne the be... Rock Johnson shows up, I'm leaving. No, I'll, I'll take the beating. Okay. I'll take the beating. It makes one of out us. Out of principle. Because <laughs> you know, There's I'm no a, way I'm walking away from I, that beating. I'm only taking one shot and then I'm down. I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> pretend like I'm some big guy. I'm not a big. I'm not guy. a small guy, but like I'm not. I'm not fighting. I'm Dwayne five the Rock eleven, Johnson. six feet, one thirty. Show up with Kevin Hart. I'm on your ass. Yeah, shit. I mean, I'm not Kevin Hart out. Um. But yeah, what else? Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, they did great. Yeah, I really enjoyed the the bubble. Yeah, there's a word that we could have our first game of the new season on twenty second. Twenty second? I thought yeah. it was Christmas now Day. They moved it back again. And okay. Did you see the quote, Danny Green? I hate Danny. I didn't. Green, I did not. Danny see Green, the biggest clown on the Lakers, besides J.R. Smith, who joined for like who played for like five minutes and still got a ring. Um, Danny Green said, "Yeah, if they choose to do it December twenty second. I just don't think a lot of people will show up. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, what? I was like, they're paying these people millions of dollars. I was like, of course they're going to, it's their job. It's a job. People, at the end of the day, people it's a play job. basketball on Christmas day. That's like a thing. Yeah. Christmas day is a football and basketball day. Same thing with Thanksgiving. It's a job though. So I don't understand where his thought process of the 22nd. I don't know what's so That's special like my about boss the 22nd. Saying to me, oh yeah. Well, by the way, you have to work on the 22nd. I'm just, Shit, I might dude, just like, not I'm show sorry. Up. I might just not show up. I mean, I know that I, you're my employer, but I might just not show yeah, up. I might just not show up, dude. I'm sorry. You I mean, know, I know you're, you're famous, but it's a job. Yeah, you're going to show yeah. up to your you job. Know, you think I'm going to show up on the 22nd? <laughs> yeah, I can't stand Oh, God. Who, uh, who was that guy who tried to retake the Kobe picture? Which Kobe On the picture? Lakers. With, uh, in the corner with the trophy. Oh, I don't know, but that sounds funny. Oh, you didn't see that? Uh-uh. Okay, I'm going to have to come scumbag, back to that later. <laughs> oh, my God. He took it in a dirty corner. What a scumbag. It was such a shame, too. I mean, like, it's an iconic photo. Yeah. The, the I one can't remember his ho- name for the oh, legend. He's holding it and he's bawling his eyes out. No, he's, he's, like, resting on it in the corner. I don't know what photo you're I'll, I'll, We'll get on that. We'll come back to that later. Um, but... Ooh, shout out, Mama Jean. Good night. Love you, too. Yeah, I got I got to text her after this segment. Yeah. Uh, text your mother if you haven't already yeah. today. Yeah, what the okay. hell's wrong with you? You haven't texted your mother? If you're lucky enough to still uh, to still have your mom around, shoot her a text message. Tell her you love her. You Come know? on. Mama. Not everyone's that lucky. Same with your grandparents. Do oh, that, too. 100%. Good night, Mama. Love you. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I haven't texted her today. That was bad of me. Um. For those of you wondering, it is currently 11.05 p.m. Yeah. We went out to dinner. Yeah, we went out to Domo. One of Big the first surprise. times we've uh, we've gone out to dinner in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Things are 
you know, there's a little spike going on right now with uh, with COVID, but things are starting to get back to normal. I'm looking forward to it. We were just talking in the car on the way here. We were saying uh, as soon as that vaccine comes out, I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe not testing, but damn right I'm on it. The moment they roll it out to the public, uh, I don't care what all of you say, but it's not being safe. I don't think the government would put out something not to be all political. I don't think the government would put out something that would kill the United States Americans. Because if that was to happen, you know, it would be bad, obviously, for the country economically. You know, our president is a very economic forward person. Now, moving on, we should probably go to our next segment. Yeah, well, on uh, this one, yeah. uh, thanks for listening. If you decided to skip sports, uh, welcome back. All right. We would now like to present a segment called Life's Too Short to Not Get Big. All right. Um, recently... I think we've both had revelations that uh, it's time to, you, you've always been a, a lot more in shape than I have, mm-hmm. but it, it's time to get in shape. Okay. Um, a lot of us were doing pretty well before COVID. Some of us, you know, decided to take COVID as a personal training montage almost, yeah. you know, and a lot of us, much like myself, decided to eat a lot of ice cream, maybe packed on a few extra pounds. So if you've been looking for a sign or let's say a wake up call, consider this it. Okay. You know, especially uh, a lot of our listeners are college age. Like we are someday your knees are going to hurt. Your back's going to hurt. Yeah. That's already today. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Your ankle's going to hurt. Stop. Um, And you're going to be looking back and you're going to be saying, man, I miss being, you know, 21, 22 sitting around, you know, having a blast, no hangovers, always feeling good, always having energy. And a lot of us, like myself, are going to say, man, I, w- I wish I was in better shape back then. You know what I mean? Like uh, like Andy said, I wish you knew you were in the good times before the good times are gone. Yeah. God, I love The Office. The Office is a fantastic show. But Andy Andy had a point there, you know? A lot of us are in the good times right now. And if, if, if that applies to you, if you're one of those people – Go out there, you know, make a difference for yourself. We're not saying you got to get jacked. No, you don't have to get jacked. I'm not trying to get jacked. But shoot, I got a gym membership the other day from uh, Planet Fitness. And uh, it only costs $10 a month. Yeah, that's nothing. That's totally doable. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, And it doesn't have to be the gym either. It can be running. Go for a run. You know, walking, whatever you can handle. Um, Personally, I don't think walking works. but It does. Yeah, I'm sure it works. But... at least for somebody like me walking wouldn't work. I'd have to actually physically observe myself. I know you guys can't see Nico. I'm a uh, his metabolism is extremely high. Yeah, it's like it's like Usain Bolt fast. It's, it's yeah. a blessing and a curse, I tell people. And, you know, a lot of people get annoyed by that. But you got to think about this. I've been trying to put on weight since I was 15. I'm now 20. And I am the same weight that I was when I was 15. And, you yeah. know, that takes a toll on somebody and their self-confidence. But you yeah. know what? I'm hot as fuck. All right? <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs> well, we're but, both. 5'11"? Yeah, about six feet almost. About, yeah, yeah, just about there. six foot, right? I probably weigh a good 50 pounds more than you. Probably around there. Because my metabolism shit. Yeah. But that's, that's okay. Fine. That's you fine. Know, yeah. I'm, I'm all one for body positivity. I'm not saying. Maybe, ooh, maybe we can talk but about IMs. Where IMs? Near murals. Near murals? Just like sports in general. Like, obviously not a sports segment, but like, a, you know, we play sports, do outside activities. Like oh, okay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like ways you can get not yoked but fit. Just little things. So you know we're both big surfers. Yeah, you know surfing's that's, the that's only thing that keeps me in shape. As a workout, I'll tell yeah. you what I tell you, I thought I thought I had a, I thought I had decent you know, general health, and then you know you go out and you surf for like an hour and you are beat. Beat. Yeah. Beat. Your back is shredded. Your arms noodles. Your hair wet. Your confidence broken, <laughs> and you're cold usually. You're usually cold, especially, especially this time of year. Yeah. yeah, it's wetsuit season, baby. Yeah, and for those of you men, well, it's almost wetsuit yeah, season. For those of you men with the gonads down there, you know, you know when it gets real cold. You know what we're happens. talking about. You know what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so like I play soccer. I play soccer. I play soccer on Sundays with two of our roommates. Meech works out almost every day. You know, it's it's little things. Tyler goes to practice in the morning. Oh, I mean, he gets paid to do that, but. Yeah, he runs for the school. Runs for the school, but you know we're getting ready people, to run a. Well, I'm personally, yeah, I'm getting ready I'm to run my second marathon. I can't do that. 
you know, um, I, I ran the first one. I was very in shape back then. It's been a couple of years now. So figured that's a good, uh, motivational factor, but yeah, just, you know, if you're looking for a sign, go out there and do it. This wasn't going to be a long segment, just, uh, just your, your daily dose of inspiration. Maybe next time it'll be about art. Go paint something. Or play the piano. Yeah, tried that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here, let me hit you with a lick real quick. Hit him with the lick. Hold on. They don't know about that. They don't know about that. It's okay. They will soon. It's all right. I'll put them on. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, for those of you, I believe that was the first episode of this podcast. We interviewed mm. James Violet. James Violet. Uh, that's a great segue, yeah, actually. The the gentleman, uh, he was on The Voice, and now he's doing his own uh, his own recording, and he, he actually just came out with another EP. It is called, give me a moment, give me a moment, James Violet. Normally, we'd have this kind of material prepared, but this is on the fly. So it is called "Don't Send Me Flowers." It is a picture of his face cut in half with sunflowers coming out of it. It's actually quite pleasant. James, my dog. Shout out, James. I should probably text him. I haven't seen. I haven't talked. I to actually him uh, contacted him not too long ago. Yeah, for a little follow up episode. Oh, word. So okay. we're gonna try to put that together. Um, and if you guys, so go ahead and listen to "Don't Send Me Flowers." This is EP, uh, most recent one, I believe. He released a single, but um, and uh, go ahead and listen to "It's Me, Comma Nostalgia." And that's your boy on the keys. Me personally. Uh, so shout out to him for putting me on that. Uh, I personally really liked the the whole thing, though. I thought the album. I, I, I thought it went together dude, he really well. Vibe, bro. He, he did a great he, job. And on just that. Have a, he's such a genuine person, dude. He, he has a solid vibe. Yeah, I I gotta be honest. I was really upset that he did not go further in the competition because I really thought that he would. I thought he would win it. Yeah, Man's got some serious talent. Yeah, the thing with the voice is that so like the most popular music, the most popular music genre in the United States is country by far. Um, you I, think so? Oh yeah, it's like a proven, like a proven thing. Really? Yeah. No, okay, country, I'll check you on that later. I'm pretty. I'm almost positive it's country. At least as far as voice listeners go, it, it is. It is strictly country music, and, and that's why you see a lot of the. You know, a lot of the past winners have been more of the pop country, like yeah. Harry, uh, Carrie Underwood-esque style. And and like Luke Combs and, you know, all of the newer um, country artists. And because now you don't really see like bluegrass artists and, and like deep country stuff. No, much bluegrass anymore. is gone. Yeah. And like uh, Moonbelly and stuff like that. Um, but now, you know, you get this kind of mixture of new age and country, like the... Like the Luke Combs and the uh, who's that other guy? Uh, he Blake, just came out. Uh, no, oh. Blake Shelton, not Blake Shelton. Oh, I thought uh, he's a judge. Yeah, but no, he he came out with an album like recently, and everyone was like, "It's about time." Maybe it is Luke Combs. I don't know. I don't keep up with country. Yeah, too much. I hate country music. Either. I don't hate it. I just don't. I can't stand it. That and like screamo metal are like the only. Two I can't do. I can't do screamo metal. But, um, but uh, yeah, rounding back. Shout out to J- uh, James. He's our dog. Uh, We'll get him back on here. We'll get him back on here. I'll text him after this. Um, maybe not after this. It's kind of late. It is kind of late. Um, Although, well, actually, he's our age, isn't he? Yeah, he's like yeah, and he lives in uh, yeah, the so Midwest. So, yeah, eh, it's still like nine o'clock. I'll text fine. him more. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, you know, I got celebrities in my phone. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so go listen to "It's Me, Common Nostalgia." Don't send me flowers, James Father EP in twenty twenty. Um, what was the original segment about? Oh yeah, get out and run, walk, play soccer, football, basketball, work out. And maybe if that's not your thing, you know, just do something to better yourselves. Yeah, go sit outside. Go sit outside. When was the last time you sat outside and just enjoyed the weather? We have a nice tree out back now. I used to go camping all the time. So I've got a nice camping hammock. It's like an Eno. Um, Unfortunately, it's not name brand because I'm not rich. Dude, hammocks are expensive. Yeah, uh... They, I, I've been just laying out there, you know, even just listening to music, just doing my own thing. But just, you know, it, it, it can be very difficult for some people right now um, with with COVID, having to be inside all the time and feeling like you can't do the things that make you happy. Yeah. So just do something to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people took what we did in our everyday lives for granted. I definitely did. I definitely did for sure, you know. Um, 
going to work every day with a mask. Yeah. Not having to wear that. Yeah. I took for granted. I'm not one to complain about masks, but I'm ready to not have to wear one. I agree. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of wearing my mask for nine hours straight, but I'm going to do my part. And, and that's what it's all about. Else does their do part, part. So, you know, we're all, we all get out of this shit all together. Um, also, we're not going to talk about politics, but make sure you go out and vote on the third. Yeah, I don't care who you vote for as long as you vote. I don't care who you vote for. Yeah. Just go vote. I'd rather the person that I don't want to win win if every single person in the United States voted rather than my person win and only 75% of the United States voted because that's how our, that's how our country should work. And, you know, that's how it's meant to work. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's time to move on to the next segment. I agree. Um Oh, pardon me. I'm burping like crazy here. It's the IPA. Dude. It's the IPA. It's gross. <laughs> all right. Uh, we do not have a next segment planned, so it's going to be a surprise for all of us, you guys and us. All righty. Now we have a very serious, serious thing to discuss. It's time for History Facts with Robin. Hit him with it. Did you know there was a guy in ancient Rome who once tossed a pear up in the air when he caught it with his mouth, he died of suffocation to the pear. So then the Romans put the pear tree on trial, found it guilty of murder, and destroyed it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so crazy, bro. <laughs> Wait. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, man. You throw the pear up. Yeah, apparently you catch it in your mouth. mouth. Suffocated, died. Done. But, but how do you? How does it go deep enough for you to it suffocate? A small pair. Maybe it went in small first, maybe, and the force just went uh, in. A cold, and you couldn't breathe through his mouth. Do we have like mutant pairs now that are Could like be. three times this as is way back in the day? Said, right? I assume. I, I would hope so. They're from Texas because you know everything's bigger in Texas. That's facts. Got a good point. Um. All right, number two. Hit him with it. <clears throat> Uh, ancient Romans would put sandals on sleeping people's hands and then tickle their faces so that they would slap themselves when they woke up. Uh, it's the classic. <laughs> that's the classic uh, feather and whipped cream shenanigans. All right, Robin, you're free to go. Thank you. Goodbye. It's my pleasure. I love you. I love you. He was not catch it, pal. I love you too, Nico. Thanks, man. We only what sleep, a guy. We only sleep in the same room. <laughs> now, uh, we'll segment into the next segment without ending this segment. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, next segment. So I don't know if you guys have been on uh, IMDb anytime recently or uh, Rotten Tomatoes. You know, been looking at your favorite uh, movie rankings. But if you have, and if you've looked at all of the Pixar movies ranked. You may have not wait Pixar. Yeah, Pixar. Yeah, yeah, it's Pixar. You may have noticed that the Cars movies are the lowest ranked of all of them. So literally, according to these critics, Cars is Cars one, two, and three. Well, let me let me bring it up. What is it? You it was it Rotten Tomatoes. It was IMDb. But they are literally the three worst Pixar movies of all time. And I really just have to say that that is an absolute shame. You just have to look up. Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I got it. You got it. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't trust him. All right. Wait, what the hell? Hold on. We were just on it, too. I know. Wait. Hold on. Oh, I got it. As oh, you can oh, tell, wait. we're very prepared for this. All right. Wait, we may have just given you all false information. No. Yeah. No. Hold on. What's at number one? That's that's the biggest. Yeah. So no, this is right. Okay. It's changed since the last time. Yeah, I it must at have it. changed. So, at number thirty-four, Soul. Which is the new one that just came out, which is kind of cap because that one looked really good. Is it even out yet? I think it is, but um, that one for those of you who don't know, I think I think I would like it a lot. It's about this guy who plays the blues piano, I think, or, or violin or something like that, and it's essentially a Disney movie based off that. Um, Onward, which also just came out this year, which Robbie said he cried, from what I understand, 
So I assume it's good because Ravi does not cry because he's a man. No, I heard it was really good. Venetia yeah. liked it. Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, Ralph Breaks the Internet, the sequel to the ever-so-loved record. This Ralph. isn't the right – this is not the list that this I saw. This is on imdb.com, dog. Apparently, I saw the complete wrong list. I would like to apologize for everybody for these audacious claims. Incredibles 2 at 29. Coco, 28. You're telling me that Coco – okay, Cars 3 is number 27. Last time I saw this list, Cars 3 was the, the worst. And I did not like Cars 3, nor did I like Planes, but they were both lower than Coco. You're telling me Coco is below Cars 2? Cars 3? Give me a second, bro. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm just angry. Above that, at 17, Finding Dory, The Good Dinosaur at 16. Inside Out, 15, Monsters University, 14, Brave, 13, Cars 2 at 12, Toy Story 3 at 11, Up at 10, Wally at 9, Ratatouille at 8, Cars 1 at 7. Okay, that's that a much more right. appropriate ranking. I, I than It's capped that they put it above Ratatouille, Wally, and Up because those all three of those Ratatouille, Wally, and Up are all three better, than, better cars. than Cars. I agree. The Incredibles at 6, understandable. Finding Nemo, a classic at 5. Monsters, Inc., another classic at 4. Toy Story 2, understandably, at uh, Toy Story three. 2 can be lower. Really? Yeah. I liked Toy Story 2. So can our number two choice, A Bug's Life. Yeah. A Bug's Life does that not can be like be 15, high. bro. Bug Life's trash. Not trash, but it's not good. But it's not nearly as good. Toy Story 1, I understand that being one of the greatest Pixar movies of all time. My favorite. I, I don't have any problem with Toy Story 1 being at number one. Yeah. My favorite two, hands down, are Ratatouille and Up. I Wait, freaking love those movies. I love Ratatouille. Um, Wally also, you know, Wally was ahead of its time. All right. Let's let's just get this out of the way. Wally literally was about a trash compactor robot that was so wholesome and lovable. And he or she or it or them they, whatever you prefer. I uh, think it was pretty clear that Ra- uh, Wally was. A she? They, no, a, a boy. A boy? A he. Okay. And Eva was a... Oh, a girl. Eva, yeah. Eva? Eva, Eva, yeah, whatever. Um, regardless, that's what the United States, maybe the world, I mean, we are gluttonous in the United States, but that is what we're going to be if we don't keep our shit in line, all right? Stop eating so much and doing so little that it is detrimental to your body. Oh, see, this is a completely different list. This is Rotten Tomatoes. I told you. Rotten Tomatoes yeah, has see, Cars me, 2, just, Cars ah. 3, and Cars 1 as the lowest three ranked films. No, I'm going to go with IMDb here. I think IMDb did – IMDb, am I saying that right? IMDb. IMDb, IMDb, IMDb yeah. yeah. IMDb did a much better job than than car, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. But while we're while we're at that, can I just say I've seen so many movies that I've seen the Rotten Tomato score, and I thought it was way lower than it should be. Yeah, or way higher than it should be. I agree. So Rotten Tomatoes is just cap. Yeah. So the people we Rotten still Tomatoes, have. Yeah. See, Coco's way higher on this one. Yeah, I heard Coco was. That's the one. Have you not Coco seen Coco? Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I know. I've heard it's a movie oh that god. I was freaking love. You would love it. It's yeah. great. But I, I want you to know that uh, Up is the number three. <laughs> up is at number three with yeah. uh, 98%. Where's Ratatouille? Oh, I'm sorry, it's number four. Hold on. Where's Ratatouille? Toy Story 1 has a 100% on Ratatouille. Yeah, that's a fantastic. It's a perfect Pixar film. Ratatouille. He just passed it. Ratatouille is right under Coco and Incredibles. That's fair. I can deal with that. It's got a 96%. Yeah. I mean, when you get into like the top. But Cars is the lowest. Yeah, that's Cars. I mean, Cars 2 and 3, I could see. Yeah, Cars 2 and 3 were trash. But Cars Cars 1 1 was a classic. I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I mean, come on, bro. Kachiga? Come on. Come on, bro. I'm just saying. It was really. I mean. I don't even know how to put this. Cars flow was ahead bro. of its time. Oh yeah, it was, bro. Come on. And when you know when freaking McQueen is is dozing off and he gets out of the road, and then the three mobster neon vehicles, bro. Oh yeah, the homies just come and bump with him and keep him on the road. I ain't no Mac. I'm a Peter. <laughs> Dude, that movie was gas. But when they started introducing like stupid shit, like uh, 
like planes. You know they made of planes? Yeah. Yeah, it's trash. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. That's so dumb. I don't know why planes is necessary. Yeah. It's literally just like the next – I bet you they're going to make a freaking trains. Might as well go watch Thomas the Train. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Which is also a great movie. piece at a time. And And it didn't didn't cost me a dime. You You know know it's me when I come through your town. I'm going to ride around in style. I'm going to drive everybody wild. Because you know I'm the only one down. We had it good until the end. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, that is One Piece at a Time by Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. The goat. He really is. Yeah, he's disgusting. Was. Rest in peace. Yeah. He is dead, right? I think so. Probably. Yeah, I think so. That's pretty old music. Um. Hold on. Oh, yeah, he died in 2003. Okay, I had to make sure, all of a sudden. Also, by the way, I don't know if you saw, but Van Halen died. Yeah, bro, that's trash. Yeah. That's so garbage, bro. We lost a lot of good ones. Yeah, especially, dude, 2020 has been such a trash year. I know, Chadwick Boseman, that one broke my heart. That one was tough. I that had to be one of the toughest deaths in, in like movie, like cinema world, and like a long. A yeah, long that's like time. up there with Robin Williams for me. Oh yeah, but yeah, I think uh, I think we we were able to vent about uh, the the about cars, pretty much just the, the perfect amount. I don't think we need any more on yeah, that. Yeah, bro. Fuck cars two and three. All my homies hate cars two and three. <laughs> But uh, I think that brings our episode to a close. Yeah, this was fun. Dude, it was. I don't do this every I be, I don't <laughs> know, We're so cap. We so have cap. plenty of time. <laughs> I know. I'm not even going to pretend that we don't on here. Yeah, we're cap. For those of you who also listen to Greek and Out, I want you to know that we did make you guys an episode like a month or two ago. No, it was way longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> it was right at the beginning of COVID. COVID, so what, like eight months? Yeah, so we were on quarantine. <laughs> So uh, Nico and I decided that we were going to get back on this, and our spirits were absolutely devastated. We came out with such a bomb. Episode. It was so good, and none of it was script, like written down or anything. It we just did so it all on the fly. Good. It it had to be at least an, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, an probably half, about an hour bro. and a half. And we accidentally recorded the whole thing with the mute button. <laughs> so that kind of just it killed was us. so good, dude. That one been, that was probably one of our best podcasts ever. Recorded. I know. It was, oh, whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll get back on it eventually. But on the right side, we had so uh, do it again. There is one point. person. I don't know if you're like going to be an avid listener or not, but somebody. We had one listen for this podcast on October thirteenth. So if that's you and you're hearing this, first of all, thank you. Yeah, you're a goat for that one, bro. Second of all, you really you really picked a good time to start listening. Because we're going to get back on that shit. <laughs> Everybody else waited, uh, what, nine, ten months? Probably more. I thought it was like a week or two. I don't even remember when our last up. Ep- oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like we were only out this <laughs> week. I know we said that at the beginning. Um, but no, it's been a while. And now that, now that we're living back. together and everything, I, we're going to be back on this. So thank you for bearing with us. Um. Hopefully soon we'll start getting some ads again in these things. I, I don't know if you guys are fans of those. I can't imagine that you are because nobody likes ads. Yeah. But it helps us out. So Yeah, we made $20. Yeah. We <laughs> logged back into Greek and out and we had $20 in ad revenue, which isn't a lot, but considering we haven't made a podcast in months. Nuts. I mean. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? No, nah, that's um, pretty much it. I don't know. I'm not going to call it out. No, we'll wrap it up now. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll see you next year.